Paul's Sermon, Part 2. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good Monday morning, my friends. I hope you had a great weekend and that you are ready and raring to uh, study the Word of the Lord today. Uh, Today we're moving on in Acts chapter 13. Uh, You'll remember on Friday we stopped at verse 25. And uh, we'll be picking up with verses 26 through 33 today as we continue on in Paul's sermon. Um, he and Barnabas were in a synagogue in Antioch, and as the service went on, the leaders of the synagogue asked if they had a word of encouragement to share with the uh, body there. And Paul immediately stood and had a ready witness and was ready to go. And began uh, his gospel presentation with a retelling of a very concise and clear retelling of Israel's history, of Israel's uh, story with God. And he picks up on that theme today. Uh, But before we get into the word, let's go to the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you on this Monday morning that your mercies are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness, O God. And it does not take us much. to look back into the scope of uh, our lives' history, to see your mighty hand at work, and we give you thanks. Father, speak once again through your word, and we, uh, we just are grateful for it. What a resource you have provided us with. Daily, uh, we can draw close as we get into your word and as we invite your spirit to teach and instruct us. And so, Lord, we pray that you would do that once again. And we give you thanks in our hearts, in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Acts 13, 26 through 33. Brothers, sons of the family of Abraham, and those among you who fear God, to us has been sent the message of this salvation. For those who live in Jerusalem and their rulers, because they did not recognize him nor understand the utterances of the prophets, which are read every Sabbath, fulfilled by fulfilled them by condemning them. And though they found in him no guilt worthy of death, they asked Pilate to have him executed. And when they had carried out all that was written of him, they took him down from the tree and laid him in a tomb. But God raised him up from the dead. And for many days he appeared to those who had come up with him from Galilee to Jerusalem, who are now his witnesses to the people. And we bring you the good news that What God promised to the fathers, this he has fulfilled to us, their children, by raising Jesus, as also it is written in the second psalm, you are my son, today I have begotten you. So we turn a corner in Paul's message today. Uh, Through verse 25, he was retelling them of their history and setting the stage for the coming of Christ. And now he talks about what really had just occurred very recently as they insisted on having their way. And Pilate, being the politician that he was, gave gave in to the whims of the people and had Jesus put to death in fulfillment of all of the utterances of the prophets, Paul says, which are read every Sabbath, (laughs) fulfilled by Jesus, condemning them. Um fulfilled them by condemning him. 
and though they found in him no guilt worthy of death, they asked Pilate to execute him, and he did just that. He carried out all that was written of him and took uh, him down from the tree and laid him in a tomb. And then he goes into the resurrection and the post-resurrection appearing. And there you have it, the gospel. And then Paul states their mission in verse 32. And we bring you the good news that what God promised to our forefathers, this he has fulfilled to us, their children, by raising Jesus as also as it is written in the second psalm, you are my son, today I have begotten you. So this is a very functional, very practical, very clean and um, concise um, presentation of the gospel. Walking Israel through their history, reminding them of all that had just taken place with Jesus. And now he comes in 32 describing their mission in Christ. This is what those who have followed Jesus, this is what those who have put their faith in him, this is what they are called to. Uh, We are now his witnesses to the people. Um, We who are left behind are the witnesses of Jesus, sharing the gospel of Jesus with the world. And you know what, my friends? Nothing has changed in the couple thousand years since Paul uttered these words and our calling is still the same. That we who are in the family of Christ, we who are professing believers of Christ, uh, carry on the torch. We're torchbearers for Jesus. We are witnesses of Christ in the world. That is our calling. That is our function. That is our purpose. We need not look beyond what Paul says here to find our function, our purpose, our meaning, our reason for being. We are his witnesses to the people. And we bring you the good news that what God promised has taken place in Jesus. And we are recipients of it by the grace. Thank you, Lord. My friends, I hope that you have the courage to step into that calling. And if you're lacking the courage, that you pray that Jesus would imbue you with the courage and the faith so that you might step into your calling. It's really what this is all about. Uh, Paul saying, this is who you were. Jesus has come. I pray that you'll see him for who he is and begin to walk in his ways as his disciple. What a great calling we have. We get a we get to call the world into the the life of Christ, <laughs> the way of Jesus, and there is no greater calling and no greater honor that could be bestowed on any of our lives. And I hope that we're busy about the Father's work today. All right, my friends, thanks for taking time out of your day to study, and I pray that God will continue to bless you as you consider these words today.